When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. PFF NFL Daily. That's right. It's our week four instant reactions prior to Sunday night football. Let's get right into it, Sam. Another week of the NFL in the books had some wire to wire finishes. I think the biggest controversy, though, coming out is going to be the Baltimore Ravens Buffalo Bills game. The Ravens blow another big lead. If you view it from that perspective for the Bills, a team with championship aspirations makes a huge comeback. And the controversy is the Ravens going for it on fourth down instead of, you know, a a go-ahead field goal. So uh, a lot of those second-guessing types of decisions every week on Sunday, but this is one of the biggest ones. But And it ends up being a huge win for the Bills who move to 3-1. and Diving straight into the controversy. I know where you're. Yes. Uh, I know what you're trying to do. Um, yeah, the the biggest comeback of Josh Allen's career. Apparently, they'd they'd lost some insane consecutive streak of games where they'd been trailing for uh, by 17 or more points. This is the first one they've managed to pull a comeback in for a long time. And the the story for me this week is two teams: Buffalo, who you know had their stumble earlier, who sort of got knocked off their pay, their their stride a little bit in the Miami game. Um, they got tested again. They were, you know, obviously down in the hole against Baltimore, ended up finishing the comeback, getting it done. It looked like for a while it was going to be a lot easier. You know, they came all the way back and they actually got level quite a way before the end of the game. And it felt like this was going to be a walk away. They were going to keep on going the way that we saw them earlier in the year. It ended up being right till the death. They finally got over the line. And then the team from the NFC, Philadelphia, who for the first time this season got really tested, you know, like they've just run off into the distance in the first few games. But this time Jacksonville gave them a real test. They put them in a 14, nothing hole early in the game. There were some mistakes. There were some big plays by Jacksonville and Philadelphia responded and came all the way back and made that look a lot easier um, than I think maybe Buffalo did. So the two teams that we've been talking about as being, you know, elite sides in the AFC and the NFC showed again that they can do it even when they're tested and even when they're not, you know, leading from the front. Yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles fell fell behind 14-0, end up going on a 29-0 run. The Jaguars, I don't want to say they put a scare in them, but they got within a score. And then the first drive of the game-winning or game-tying drive attempt for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence strip-sacked. The Eagles, once again, though, I think, Sam, they just show they have different ways to win, right? I mean, they've had games where uh, it was the passing attack. Last week, it was Devontae Smith. Uh, this week, the running game was was excellent, over 200 yards across multiple running backs. Jalen Hurts in there, four touchdowns on the ground. Uh, it wasn't Jalen Hurts winning through the air as much this week because you had a rain game, right? You had 
torrential rain in Philadelphia. So the Eagles, once again, yeah, (laughs) thrown out, doesn't matter, doesn't count. You got to find ways to win in those games. And and you had this upstart Jacksonville team that was getting a lot of publicity. Trevor Lawrence had been playing well and, and the Eagles handled it. So I think that's the NFL right now, isn't it, Sam? I mean, that's one of my big takeaways is we don't have this clear cut there's like a quarterback and a passing game that's just running away with things there's a lot of gritty wins across the league because there's not a dominant team or a dominant passer or a dominant passing attack like there have there have been in past years the other thing that impressed me about the eagles is that they had to i think adjust the game plan on the fly because jordan mylata their left tackle lasted like six snaps or something in this game before he went down with an injury and the drop-off between Jordan Mailata and his backup is considerable. And when he went down, they sort of pivoted and they were trying to do like, okay, what's the maximum we can protect this offensive line quickly while we figure out if this is going to work or not? And they were running, you know, a bunch of sort of Mickey Mouse RPO stuff, like really simple things that weren't going to stress the defense at all. And then as the game wore on, they got into their groove and they got back into what they were uh, capable of doing, even without Jordan Mailata at left tackle. So to kind of figure that all out on the fly, I think was quite impressive for Philadelphia, particularly, you know, meanwhile, Jacksonville is actually putting up points and putting you in a hole. It would have been very easy to to panic and tighten up and not execute that kind of rearrangement of everything and, and get back on track. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF to get $200 in free bets. If your team wins and you play when you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code PFF only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. In the 4 o'clock hour, obviously the game I think that stood out, Green Bay Packers pull away from the, well, they beat the New England Patriots 27-24 in overtime in a game that had... Game-winning walk-off kick. Yeah, pulled away. Uh, Brian Hoyer knocked out of the game. We've got fourth round rookie Bailey Zappi that he comes into the game. Uh, you know, the Patriots had one of those, like they're, they're, they're clinging, they're holding tight against, you know, as an, as an underdog against the Packers, but Aaron Rodgers, after a, a pretty bad first half, which included a pick six, Aaron Rodgers bounced back. He made a, some huge throws on third down and eventually the Packers pull it out, but ended up being a much more exciting game than the near 10 point spread would have would have uh, indicated plus you get zappy in there as well yeah zappy certainly helped um you know it it should have been a little bit uh it should have been done before that like aaron Rodgers delivered a perfect dime to romeo dobbs in the end zone he actually catches it goes to ground and then can't keep hold of the ball you know through the contact with the ground ends up being uh ruled an incomplete pass but you see that all the way through every packers game right now is that rogers is trying to find a guy that he trusts to be his number one receiver. And, and he's, he's given all these guys opportunities, whether it's Alan Lazard, whether it's Dobbs, whether it's Christian Watson, like he's giving them all opportunities. Randall Cobb keeps popping up with, you know, an occasional play again. We know that how much Aaron Rodgers loves Randall Cobb, but every one of them keeps letting him down eventually, you know, and this was Dobbs. I think this was an opportunity for Dobbs to sort of step up and say, I, I can be that number one guy, you know, feed me coach. And, 
not dropped, but didn't come up with that uh, catch in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those. I I always say if you can get open deep, that's the that's the harder skill than finishing the catch. Like if he keeps doing that, Dobbs, if he keeps creating that yeah. separation over time, I think that's more good than bad for Green Bay. But they uh, they survive, man. They survive with the twenty seven to twenty four victory. Um, other crazy stuff that stood out: Geno Smith, man, forty eight forty five over the Detroit Lions. Uh, I, I think the NFL's done this. Done a, look. I, I still don't think the Seahawks are a great team. I, I think the NFL's amazingly matched up some of the bottom ten to twelve teams in the NFL a ton in the early in the early going here, and it's creating some exciting games. But Geno Smith absolutely balled out in this game. Twenty three of thirty for three twenty, a couple touchdowns. But it's more than the stat line, man. He has taken hits and you know getting the ball down the field. He's creating with his legs. These are things we didn't see from Geno Smith. The last time he started, granted, that was a long time ago, but he continues to impress for the Seahawks. Yeah, two things from that game. One, Geno Smith looked really good again, um, which is a trend so far this season. He has looked impressive. And then two, for again, multiple times this season, the Lions just will not go away. Like you can't put them in a large enough hole that they're not going to keep on chipping away. They might not get all the way back, but they're going to make it a pain in the ass for you to see out a game. They 48, 45, the the highest scoring game, obviously this season. Um, But the lions in terms of points scored and points conceded are the most exciting team in the NFL this season. Like they have the highest combined or combination of those two things. They are in games where there are a ton of points and they're, both scoring and conceding a ton of them. They're fun to watch every week. I thought you were going to mention DK Metcalf going back to the locker room. He will be fine by all accounts Mm. for next week. Um, We also have morning Kirk hashtag morning Kirk with a game winning drive in the, uh, in the morning game over across the pond, Minnesota Vikings, 28 to 25, three to three and one Vikings. Now Uh, that's back-to-back weeks. Cousins has a fourth quarter comeback or, or game winning drive there. So yeah, Kirk is, He's a little bit more clutch this season, Sam. There could be a little difference in Kirk Cousins, who has been fine for three out of four games so far, was rough in that week two game against the Eagles. It's also easier to be clutch when the officials decide to join your team for a key drive late in the game, which seemed to happen in that one. You know, that's that's always helpful for those game winning drives. It is. It certainly is. The Atlanta Falcons come through with a 23-20 victory over the Cleveland Browns. They move to 2-2. Two and two. A lot of parity around the NFL. I think, again, if we're just talking high-level takeaways, we'll have the full breakdown tomorrow, game by game, on the PFF NFL podcast. But high-level takeaways for me, Sam, I don't know if it's parity in actual team quality, but it's parity in record. The NFL has once again done it where every team probably feels like they're very much in the mix right now. No team is winless. Only one undefeated team left of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, um, it's it's been pretty remarkable. And look, you've got a team like the Giants, who are somehow, what, 3-1 and one at this point? <laughs> How? Because, like I said, the NFL has scheduled the Giants with some of the worst teams in the league. So here we are. We've got interesting times in the NFL here in Week 4. Let us know. It's, it's early. We couldn't talk about everything right now, but let us know. What are your instant takeaways from Week 4 in the NFL? Tune in tomorrow morning, PFF NFL Podcast. Right here, it is the PFF NFL Daily. Podcast.